0: Welcome back to the channel. I need to tell you something, and you're probably not going to like hearing it, and it is this. The men that went to Epstein's Island and had sex with underage girls are never going to be arrested, prosecuted, or even named, and this isn't some conspiracy theory about how the, the wealthy and the powerful always get away with crimes. It's much more mundane than that. It's simply how the law operates. The Dr. Reality Vodcast with Dave Champion. In your mind, what is the charge that you think could be brought against the men who went to Epstein's Island and allegedly had sex with underage girls. Let me start by telling you the charge could not be rape. And the reason is there are no allegations of force, intimidation, nor did any of those men hold what the law recognizes as positions of authority over those girls. So then, if not rape, what? The answer is one charge and one charge only. And that charge is statutory rape, which in the big scope of all the criminal charges that are out there in the world, statutory rape is not a particularly meaningful charge. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that there's no harm or ill done in certain cases of statutory rape. I'm just saying that in the big scope of all the crimes that are out there, charging a billionaire with statutory rape isn't really going to make much of a difference. This, I get to the second part, and none of them is ever going to be charged with statutory rape. And again, it's not a conspiracy theory. It's not because they're wealthy and powerful. It's because of the law. You are probably aware that the government has the burden of proof to prove every single element against the defendant when it brings a criminal charge. The defendant need do nothing. The defendant can just sit back and calmly do nothing. The government Has the burden to prove every single element. And of course, when it comes to statutory rape, the key element is that the alleged perpetrator knew the girl was underage. So let me tell you how this is going to go down. There isn't going to be any investigation whatsoever. None, zero, zip, zilch, nada. You may think so. You may want one. You may be confident I'm wrong, but I'm here to tell you there's not going to be any investigation whatsoever concerning the charges of statutory rape. Here's why: all the men who engage in those actions are incredibly wealthy. Investigators are not going to be able to sit down and talk to them without counsel sitting there. And in that situation, these very, very wealthy men are going to do one of two things. Either they're going to make a statement to investigators and they're going to say, Jeffrey Epstein confirmed to me that the girl I had sex with was over 18. He confirmed that to me before I engaged with that young woman and had sex. Now, of course, Jeffrey Epstein is dead. So who is there that's going to dispute that statement? that Epstein told the man, assured the man, confirmed to the man, yeah, she looks young, I already checked, vetted the whole thing, she's over 18. Is there anyone who can dispute that? And the second option, of course, very common, counsel is just going to say, I advise you not to say anything. And then the investigators are left to try and prove that the man, or men, knew the girls were underage. And how would they go about proving that the men knew. Now, I'm going to suggest, because the attorneys who work for the very, very wealthy are not stupid, I'm going to suggest that virtually every single, if there was going to be an investigation, which there isn't, I'll get to that in a minute, every single one of the attorneys will recommend that their clients say, Jeffrey Epstein told me, assured me, confirmed to me that the girl was over the age of legal consent. The reason for that. Is that while the courts have held that being mistaken about a girl's age does not mitigate criminal liability, if you were told straight up without equivocation she is of legal age of consent, then there's absolutely no way for the government to show anything to the contrary. And if the government can't show anything to the contrary, it can't prove in a court of law the single key element, which is that the alleged statutory rapist, knew that the girl was under 18. To be clear, I'm not saying that what these men would say or what their attorneys would say, I'm not saying that it's factual, that it's truthful. I'm saying that once those words are uttered, unless the government can prove otherwise, it's over. It's done. There is no case. And that is why there's not going to be an investigation. This took place in the U.S. Virgin Islands. And the U.S. Virgin Islands has, like all plea, I mean, with their population a bit over 106,000. So they've got a decent-sized police department. They've got some detectives there, some investigators who have been around the block many, many times. And they're pretty savvy. They know their job. And as they're sitting there thinking through, do I want to investigate this potential case of statutory rape? They know exactly what you and I just talked about. They know, first of all, their access to these men is going to be incredibly limited. And since none of them live in the Virgin Islands, that means these guys are going to be jetting all over the country, perhaps all over the world. To be told, thank you for coming, officer. Jeffrey Epstein told me, confirmed to me, assured me that the girl I had sex with was over the age of legal consent. I asked, and he absolutely told me he had already vetted it, and he knew it for a fact. At that point, there is no criminal case. And every investigator in the Virgin Islands, probably every investigator on the planet, knows that's exactly how that's going to wind up when you've got $1,000 an hour attorneys sitting right here next to the alleged statutory rate perpetrators. The case is going to evaporate. Now, why do I keep talking about the U.S. Virgin Islands Police Department, rather than the FBI. Uh, Because, of course, we know the FBI raided his property, but that's dealing with trafficking and whatever other thoughts that the FBI might have on crimes that Epstein committed. But those are federal offenses. Statutory rape is not. Statutory rape is a state crime. And concerning the distinctions between federal crimes and state crimes, the possessions and territories are, for that purpose, considered states, and statutory rape falls within the jurisdiction of the state of the U.S. Virgin Islands. And the FBI has precisely zero jurisdiction to conduct Any investigation of an alleged statutory rape taking place in the U.S. Virgin Islands or in California or Missouri or Florida, FBI has zero jurisdiction over a statutory rape claim. That's why I haven't been talking about the FBI. I've been talking exclusively about the U.S. Virgin Islands Police. Keeping in mind that the U.S. Virgin Islands Police do have some savvy investigators and they know all the things we've just been talking about, Uh, how anxious do we think the U.S. Virgin Islands Police are to engage? to create to start to open an investigation and pursue it knowing from moment one it's going to come to not zero zilch not a nothing absolutely no desire to do that and they're not going to and they haven't what if somebody in law enforcement is surreptitiously creating a list of potential alleged perpetrators and at some point releases that list to the media. Well, there's one of two things that's, that's going to happen there. Number one, the leaker is not going to divulge his or her identity because that would absolutely utterly destroy his or her career and open him or her up to criminal prosecution. What is far more likely is that kind of a list would be leaked without attribution. In other words, the source would not take credit. In that case, essentially, what you'd have is a list of people who were at Epstein's Island who some unknown person asserts these guys might have had sex with underage girls. That's pretty meaningless. Then, on the very, very outside chance that the person actually stepped forward and said, I'm the person who released the list, and it was interviewed by the media, a person would have to admit to the entire world that he or she has zero evidence that those men knew the girls they were having sex with were underage. Once that admission comes out, how meaningful is that list? The main thrust of this presentation, of course, is the criminal side, and as I just discussed, uh, there is absolutely no chance that there are going to be any criminal charges for statutory rape against any of the men that may have had sex on that island with underage girls. But what if the evidentiary landscape changed? What if recordings suddenly became available that showed Epstein informed the men that the girls were underage, and then the evidence indicated that after Epstein made that disclosure to the men, the men went ahead and had sex with them? Yeah, that would be an entirely different ballgame. Then you would see people being arrested and prosecuted. However, don't hold your breath. The reason is, as I sit here talking to you, that's like a fantasy tale. Do you know how much evidence exists that any such recordings exist where Epstein would have said that and then it would show evidence that the men, after knowing the girls were underage, had sex with them? Do you know how much evidence exists that such recordings exist? If you said zero, you'd be absolutely correct. Now, I hear a lot of people on social media saying that when the FBI raided Epstein's property, they seized a bunch of recordings showing the kind of things we're talking about. So when you see stuff like that on social media, how much evidence is there that those statements are factual? Again. That would be zero. There's absolutely no evidence that the FBI, when they raided Epstein's property, seized any recordings of any men having sex with underage girls, no less having known that they were underage girls at the time. Now, I'm not saying that there are no such recordings. I'm not saying that the FBI doesn't possess such recordings. All I'm telling you is there's absolutely zero evidence on the planet Earth that either of those claims is factual. So why invest yourself in something for which there is zero evidence? Now, if you value this sort of presentations that set the facts straight for you, I want you to do something for me and for yourself. I want you to go to drreality.news, drreality.news. Grab yourself a copy of Income Tax Shattering the Mist and or Body Science. You've heard me talk about Income Tax Shattering the Mist before. If you believe that the wealthy and the powerful get away with a lot of things in this country, as do I, by the way, I've seen it, I've witnessed it then you might be thrilled to know. I was going to say that you can get away with something, but there's nothing to get away with. You might be thrilled to know that when you actually educate yourself and read the law with your own two eyes, Congress has never imposed the income tax on you. I mean, Congress has imposed the income tax on this tiny, 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 tiny percentage of the U.S. public. And the only reason you think it's you is because you listen to all those a-holes over there rather than reading it for yourself. Income Tax Shattering the Mist gives you the opportunity to read the law for yourself in a very clear and distinct way. It goes all the way from 1895 forward. It looks at the 16th Amendment. It looks at the statutes, the regs, the treasury, orders, the treasury, and on and on and on. Yeah, I mean, that may sound complicated, but I don't present it that way. It is presented in a very clear, easy-to-understand manner. And when you close that final page, you will know Beyond a shadow of a doubt, with absolute 100% certainty, the Congress has never imposed the income tax upon you or people like you, your family members, and so forth. And then you get to decide what you want to do about that. And of course, body science, the same thing. Trillion dollar industries have promoted pseudoscience for about 60 years now that has made the people of the US the most chronically ill people in the entire history of the world. Despite our economic prowess and our medical industry and our science and our technology, we are the most chronically ill society in all of human history. And it's not your fault. It's because you've been lied to and you believe the lies. So if you'd like to see the lies... See what the truth is and decide if you want to make some simple changes in your life that will virtually eradicate any possibility that you can have any chronic disease except those that are genetically caused. But any other chronic disease, you want to wipe the odds as close to zero as humanly possible and live an incredibly healthy life because you're leaving behind the lies you've learned to believe. If that's appealing to you, grab yourself a copy of Body Science. And in doing so, whether it's income tax, shouting them as body science, or both, in purchasing them, not only will they be a life changing read for you, but it helps me to continue to be here for you. And as my gift to you, if you enter in the coupon code at checkout, tax truth, all one word, tax truth, for either book or both, I'll pick up the shipping for you. Thanks for being here.